Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me and all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Welcome back to the August light. Today's episode kicks off season four. Wow. I gotta take a moment to appreciate that. Okay, I've delayed my return long enough. So we're going to get right into it. Today is all about positivity and light, the challenges that come along with choosing the good and why sometimes you have to stop for a moment in order to discover where your light is leading you next. Now, I can't say for sure when I decided to forsake negativity and seek peace and positivity over all else. All I know is the decision was made and I had no idea what that decision entailed. That means I didn't know that removing myself from environments that were toxic, getting away from people that thrived on complaining about everything, untangling myself from people who never wanted to see me succeed because my success would irritate their insecurities and trauma would be harder than sticking with all of these things. I didn't know that walking in light, good vibes, positive energy, and well wishes for everyone around me would not only attract the good, abundance, joy, success, love, and blessings on blessings that I sought, but it would also bring new challenges. Thankfully, a word reached my ears and helped me to understand that when you're walking in the direction of evil, evil will keep pushing you in that direction. But when you're walking in light, that same evil will push against you. In other words, just because you're doing your best to be a good person doesn't mean you won't go through anything. In fact, it's quite the opposite. God will send you through something so that others can see his glory, a.k.a. your testimony. It sounds pretty messed up when I say it that way. So I'll pose the same question, but in a new way. If we only live a joy-filled life, how will we know it was joy? Negativity is a necessity, even though we despise it. It makes us appreciate the good days. I took a break from acting class around the time season three ended. I'm still acting, though. But it was a much-needed break from the monotony of being in class week in and week out. It's been the longest break I've taken from ongoing acting classes since I started this journey nearly eight years ago. And some people will disagree with this next statement, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you've been taking acting classes and working on your craft nonstop for three or more years, you need to take some time off. As creatives, we need breaks from training because at some point, you have to test what you've learned to see if it's working for your gift. You have to assess where you are on your journey every few years or so. You need time off to reset. And a month off here and there isn't going to give you that. The length of time, though, is completely up to you and your reason needs to only make sense to you. In the time that I've been off from acting, I've also been off from the show, candle making, and a heap of other things. Let's just say I had a summer vacation. But I had to reacquaint myself with life, the person that I am, the traumas that I've healed from, and the ones that still need healing. I forced myself out of the comfort of ongoing classes familiar faces, plans, and anything else that made me comfortable. After taking the first week off from class, I realized that I needed a change. I also had to admit to myself that the reason for the break was not just for the change, but a combination of experiences with people and ignoring my intuition about certain things for way too long. Now, I didn't know what changes were to come or how they would come about. 
I just knew I had to take the time to figure it out, reassess my why, and work on appreciating everything I've already achieved. I needed some time to be grateful and to push myself in new ways. I've learned to trust myself more with my craft, and now I know for myself what so many others have told me before. I'm talented. I'm a good actress. Hell, I'm a great actress. But there was still a part of me that didn't fully believe in that greatness. It's like the saying goes, everyone else can tell you how great you are, but it means nothing if you don't believe it yourself. Since my break, I've had multiple callbacks, a few bookings, and a couple of avail checks. These things have shown me that I make good choices in my auditions. It also confirmed to me that I should maintain a positive mindset every time I get an audition and in the weeks that I don't get any because there is something to celebrate in both scenarios. These milestones have also proven to me that I will be a successful actress. I am worthy of the agent that I have, and it wasn't a fluke that I got signed by them. I'm doing away with this mindset that we are fed and told to believe or made to believe that we need to be humble at all times. We're told to be humble because it's more palatable to people. Now let's think about what this really means. By definition, humble means of lower importance or being modest about one's importance. That makes me question why anyone would want to be humble. But I will be kind, generous, loving, uplifting, positive, joyful, gracious, and so much more. Because being humble costs too much. It requires you to deny your good, to dim your light, and to act as if you aren't surrounded by positivity and joy at all times. So I've been challenging myself to lead with gratitude and to celebrate the good in me and around me on a daily basis. Being humble seems to contradict that. Besides, Black people have had to humble themselves for far too long. Now, sometimes I forget to start my day with gratitude or celebrate the good, but I give myself grace because I'm not perfect. But on days when I remember to do it when I wake up, or I remember later in the day that I didn't do it, I choose to take the time to find the good in something in me and or in my presence or about my life. My focus is not on the bad or what's wrong because if you focus on negativity, I promise you it will only beget more negativity. If you focus on the positive, you will see your life change for the good. I'm proof of that. I'm blessed to have people in my life that hold me accountable, support me, understand me, and accept me without judgment. There was a time that this wasn't true, but positivity and faith will turn that around. God will put a light on a situation so you can see because you can't change what you can't see. So maybe it wasn't really my choice when I chose light. Maybe God just made it look that way. Whatever the truth, I know that I needed the light so that I could reveal all the things hidden by darkness. That's one of the challenges of light. It makes you see things that were once unseen, even if you don't want to see them. Darkness can be comforting at times. Think about all the time you spend complaining about something. But most of us don't willingly walk into darkness because it's part of the thing that makes walking into a haunted house scary. It's the same thing that makes faith scary. But the difference between faith and fear is what and even. Fear keeps us in a what-if state of mind. That what-if pattern of thoughts keeps us trapped, which keeps us from doing the things we know we need to do. Faith teaches us that even if XYZ happens, I know God got me. 
even if I choose to decline a role or speak up when I'm uncomfortable or advocate for myself or remind someone of a boundary and it costs me a relationship or someone calls me difficult or someone is upset with me, it's going to be all right. Even if God's will is going to make me uncomfortable, I'm going to trust him and do as I'm told because I understand the plans he has for me are to prosper me and not harm me. Light is a symbol of understanding or enlightenment. If we don't have an understanding of a situation or ourselves or someone else, we won't know how to deal with a similar situation should it arise or a similar person if they should appear in our lives again. We'll end up repeating the same old things until we learn the lesson. If you want to live a life that is full of light, joy, peace, love, and all the goodness of the world, you have to step back, look at yourself, and find the root of what's causing the chaos, confusion, uncertainty, etc., and fix it. Don't keep sitting with the same kind of folks that you already got rid of once. Find yourself some people that want to live in peace as much as you want to, because life already has enough trials and tribulations written into it without you creating more drama for yourself. So stop and get some understanding in your life. Stop so you know what you're building. Where you're going is more important than how fast you get there. This is something I had to learn when I took off from acting classes and paused my candle making. I've been in a hurry, y'all. I've been trying to hurry to my purpose. You can't hurry to your God-appointed destination because the journey is the destination. The journey is molding and equipping you for the next phase and the next phase and the phase after that. It keeps going until your purpose is fulfilled. And once that's been done, I believe that's where our journey ends. All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. We've reached the part of the show where I get to have a little fun, share something interesting, or just do something I want to do. Let's call today's segment, Count It All Joy. So obviously, something that I've been focusing on of late is joy, as I mentioned earlier. I remember reading something that said, if you worry, you'll attract worry. If you focus on joy, you'll attract joy. The whole positive negative thing I mentioned. This created a desire in me to become more disciplined with my thoughts. In doing so, I started to wonder, what does joy feel like to me? What does goodness feel like to me? It's kind of scary to think about questioning what is joy and goodness, but then again, it's not. Questioning our feelings and our knowledge of something should be normal because it helps us understand ourselves and what we seek better. When we seek out answers for ourselves, we are working towards building our best life. In questioning joy, I was reminded that joy is an exuberant feeling of happiness and goodness. It's dancing in the rain without worrying about how it looks or how you'll dry your clothes or worrying about messing up your hair. It's what many of us felt as kids when summer vacation came. We were free and safe. We explored, played games, climbed trees, chased bomb pop trucks, and played in the water from a fire hydrant. As I say these words, I realize now that I questioned what joy was because I felt like I'd lost that childlike feeling I'd associated with joy. That black girl joy I got from freeze pops and watermelon in the summer. Joy is freedom that we are sometimes deprived of in this world or deny ourselves of. So today I challenge you to engage in an act of joy. Think of something that you did as a kid or as an adult that made you smile and still makes you smile and do that thing. You can do it today or put it on your calendar to do later this month. But make time for joy. Fill every crevice of space in and around you with joy. Find your joy. 
hold on to it and start each and every day with joy. One last thing before I get out of here. So I did a thing. Yeah, I'm always up to something, I know. But I gotta share this thing because it was a first for me. One of my dear friends, Dorio Davis, voice of the Say It Louder podcast, invited me on his show to talk about the slap heard around the world. So we sat down and took a deeper look into the Chris Rock Will Smith ordeal. So if you want to hear what we have to say, enjoy a few laughs, experience some of our notorious tangents, then tune into the Say It Louder podcast this Sunday, September 11th, 2022, available on all platforms. Oh, and I included a little teaser at the end of this show. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by today's show, tell someone about it. Keep listening, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Leave a review somewhere, anywhere, so others can find the light too. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light for all the latest news. I would have hoped to have done enough work to not resort to that? Like, what is your issue? What is your issue with them? You have to look at it from all sides. What possessed Chris to make that joke? Black comedy can be very raunchy. It can be very over the top. We feel- is it, Do you think it's just black comedy? I don't watch many white comedies and I can't really tell you. <laughs> That's not honest. That's not honest. <laughs> you know, Bel Air has become this new thing. It's real good. Real and good. And that Jeffrey is fine. Ace is shooting a shot. All right, Ace. <laughs> if you ain't been convicted, they got a short-ass memory. <laughs>